You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And I'm so excited that you have tuned in yet again for another week. Now, before I get started, I just have a few announcements. First, if you are in the island of Bermuda this week, that is the week of the 20th of January, 2020, please come and join me. We are hosting our very first single summit entitled Worth the Wait. And this is for all singles, both men and women. And when I say single, I mean As long as you're not married, you're single. That's the type of single that we're talking about here. So even if you're in a it's complicated relationship or a situationship, it doesn't matter what uh, period you are on your single journey. This conference is for you. We are having excellent speakers like Langrake. Carol, and you know we had her here for the single heart part one and part two that you guys absolutely loved. She will be there live and in person. We have speakers such as myself, of course, Dr. Danette Ming, Dr. Philip Finn, Carla George. I've had Carla on the podcast as well. Bishop Lynn Landy, Dr. Blanche Burchill, and Dr. Marlene Flynn. So I'm so excited. And if you are in Bermuda, please come out to Grotto Bay on Saturday, January 25th, 2020 at 10 a.m. for the Singles Summit. Tickets are available at ptix.bm. I hope to see you there. And for those of you who are struggling with your limiting beliefs, Guess what? I heard you. I heard your struggle. I heard that you wanted to dive deeper into limiting beliefs. And you can do that with me on February 1st at the free webinar that I'm hosting. The link is in the show notes. Go on, click on the links and sign up. Come in and we're going to get to the bottom of your limiting beliefs. Now, remember, limiting beliefs are those things that you have playing in the background of your mind that tell you that you can't succeed. And most of the time, we aren't even aware of our limiting beliefs. And because we're not aware of them, we cannot fight them. We can't combat it. And we know that the Bible says to be renewed by the transforming of your mind. So in order for you to really be renewed, you need to know what's going on up in that brain. All right. So if you haven't listened, go back to the episode we did on limiting beliefs. But most importantly, I hope that you join me live and direct on the webinar, on the online webinar, February 1st. Click the link in the bio to sign up or DM me, email me, whatever is easiest, but I hope to have you in the webinar. Now, let's jump into today's episode. And I know you guys peep the title, Don't Let the Enemy Play You. And listen, 
He almost caught me slipping, but I had to switch that thing up into a teachable moment for you all. And I want you guys going into 2020 to be able to spot the attack of the enemy, to be able to to sniff him, like know that he is you know, like in your mind, you know, like, oh, this just happened. Oh, he going to come and try me today, but it isn't going to happen. So I want you guys to be aware of these things. And this month is really about laying a solid foundation for you so that when you go down throughout the rest of 2020, you have your P's and Q's, you're on your P's and Q's. You have your I's dotted and your T's crossed as well because I want you to have a successful 2020 and it's all about getting your mind right and having the right foundation. So let me tell you, I am fasting this week, all right? This is day one, Monday is day one of my fast and I'm just coming off of speaking at the at this past weekend at the Pushed Into Purpose Summit with Carla George. Shout out to you because the summit was amazing, okay? I'm preparing myself for our event that we're having this weekend, the single summit worth the wait. And I'm here trying to enjoy, you know, my Jesus time. And here comes the enemy ready to rear his ugly head to distract me from my fast, from preparing for this event, from really getting my mind right for speaking to this weekend, even from this recording this episode today, he was really trying to try me, you guys. However, so let me tell you, I was immediately irritated by the situation and slightly angered. But then I remembered that this is the perfect time for the enemy to attack. And if I allow him to distract me, then I won't be able to properly prepare for this weekend, for this episode, for my fast, and for my time in with my intimate time with God. And that wasn't gonna happen. All right. I already declared in the career. I'm like, Mm-mm, this is not happening. So I had to quickly call a spade a spade and decide that I would not let the tactics of the enemy distract me any farther, right? The 15 minutes I spent being upset was already too much time spent focusing on him. 15 minutes, 10 minutes, one minute, whatever it is, it's too much time for you to spend focusing on what the enemy is trying to do in your life to distract you or upset you or anger you. So when I decided that my 15 minutes I spent was too much for me to be upset and too much time for me to be distracted, I declared that. What he was trying to do was beneath me, right? I just declared, I'm like, you know what? This is beneath me, whatever. I'm, I'm leaving it there. It's beneath me. And, I'm, and when I said this is beneath me, I'm not saying that I am high and mighty, right? I'm not riding on a high horse or whatever. I'm saying that this, this attack of yours is beneath me because my father has already won the battle. So by default, I too have won the battle, right? So I laughed in the enemy's face. I said, oh, you think, you think you're going to get me? Well, ha, ha, this is about to be a teachable moment on the podcast. How about that? How do you like them apples? So I know that although weapons may rise up against me, they will not prosper. According to Isaiah 54, 17, it says that no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And every tongue that accuses you in judgment, you will condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. So I already knew that. I came armed with my word. Like, listen, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. So (laughs) you ain't, you ain't finna have me today. You ain't finna have me in my feelings with an attitude rolling my neck. None of it because I'm claiming my feet. Peace. You're not winning today, devil. So remember, the greater the call on your life, the more he will attack you because his number one goal in life is to do all that he can to stop you from getting out what you have, getting out your purpose, getting out who you are to the world. Because the world needs what God has put inside of you. The world needs the purpose that you walk with on a daily basis. The world needs your gifts, right? The world needs to hear your voice, hear your story. So if he can distract you, upset you, irritate you, take your peace, get under your sin skin, then guess what? What you are carrying will never make it out into the world. So you have to first and foremost declare and decree in your mind and say that it is so that he will not distract you from your assignment because you are better than that and you are surely better than him. So I want you to be alert, okay? We are being alert in 2020. 2020, we are looking. We're on the lookout for the devil. We're gonna smell him coming. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I'm going to say that again. 1 Peter 5, 8, be alert and sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So to me, that means that he's he's out there prowling, looking for a weak link, looking for a weakness that he can exploit, looking for somewhere where he can slither his way in and distract you from what you're called to do. But guess what? I love how Dr. Michael Yusuf from Leading the Way Ministries put it. He said, Satan is not a dummy. He knows. He understands. And he will try to sabotage the coming blessing. He will try to sabotage the answer to your prayer that God is about to bring into your life. He will try to prevent you from enjoying the coming victory. He will try to discourage you just before your graduation day. He will try to get you to give up in a prayer just when your prayers are about to be answered. He will try to get you to run out of patience and give up in prayer. No wonder Jesus repeatedly said, don't give up in prayer. But even reading that to me, it's all the things that the enemy will try to do, right? Not succeed at. This is what he is trying to do. Whether he succeeds at it, whether you succumb to it is on you, you know, it's on you. He can only try. You are the determining factor on whether he wins or not. I'm going to just say that again for the people in the back. You are the determining factor for whether the the devil wins in his battle with what he's trying to do. However, however, if you're able to spot the attack, avoid it, cast it down, send it in the other direction, send him back to the hell in which he came, 
then you don't let him win. You win because you are a conqueror. The Lord, your God, called you a conqueror. So that is what you're going to do in 2020. You're just going to be conquering everything, right? That's it. You con- you conquerors, and that, that is what it's going to be. So listen, the enemy plans to attack you always, okay? Always. And the best way not to get caught slipping is to stay focused and be aware of his opportune time. He is strategic too. He knows when it's time. He knows when your weakness is flaring up. All all my single people around here, he knows when you're feeling lonely and you're watching TV and all of a sudden you get that late night DM. He knows about that. He's like, oh, she's feeling lonely now. Let me just bring that distraction, that distraction that, you know, that comes in and out of her life over here to send her a WhatsApp message or send her a DM to creep up on her, to distract her from the purity she is pursuing. We're not doing that in 2020. He's strategic, so be able to spot the strategies, right? Spot the strategies. He knows that timing is everything. And then he knows a blessing from heaven is on the way or that you are just coming off a high of an answered prayer. He does everything in his might to distract you. It is his desire to distract you from God's plans concerning you. Like that is the, that's all he wants to do with his life. That is the height of of his success for himself is let me just distract you because he can't stop you. He cannot stop you, right? But he can distract you. And whether you succumb to that distraction is on you. And 2020, we're not doing that. I'm saying it over you right now. We're not doing that. We're not succumbing to the distractions of the enemy. We're going to call a spade a spade. We're going to see it coming. Look, look, look. If the distraction looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, then it's a duck. Don't try and make it something that it's not. Don't try to say, well, maybe the Lord is blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. You know what the distraction looks like. Whether it's procrastination, whether it's a person, right? Whether it's the way you are taking care of your body or not taking care of your body, you know the distraction when it's coming to you. You know the distraction. For example, I'm fasting this week. So guess what I expect to see? Food everywhere. Food everywhere all the time because I'm fasting. And because I'm fasting, the enemy knows that, oh, she going to be hungry this week? Let me put in front of her food when she's feeling the most hungry food that she knows she can't eat. So I expect this week for there to be sweets in the office, there to be donuts for no apparent reason, because that that's how tricky he is. But I have to know and stand firm in my convictions and stand firm in what I'm doing and stand firm in my purpose and my boldness and say, you know what? I'm not, I'm not doing that. You're not going to win here today. All right? So remember, we certainly have more authority and power than the devil. However, we have to know how to use the authority and the power effectively to make sure that we don't get distracted by him. So God has given you the power and authority, but are you using it is the question. Are you using it or do you even know how to use it? 
Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. When's the last time you stood on that scripture? When is the last time you took that scripture as your weapon of choice? I'm going I'm to I'm just read it again. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you and nothing shall hurt you and nothing shall hurt you. I want you to remember that the next time you see something ugly rising up. You pull out Luke 10, 19 as your weapon of choice and remember that God has given you the power and authority to tread over serpents and scorpions and to go over whatever the enemy tries and nothing shall hurt you. So honestly, you could take the attitude like, come at me, bro, because you can't hurt me. Like that is the attitude that you can take. That is the boldness that you can have in your spirit to be so secure, to know that no matter how he tries to attack me, attack you or attack me, you're sitting there like, come at me, bruh. Because what? Because nothing shall hurt you. Literally. You're just standing there being like, square up. I'm ready. Because whatever you throw at me, it can't hurt me. So keep trying. I'm bulletproof. Nothing to lose. I am titanium. Anyway, <laughs> got a little off track with that song, but it flowed. Is is the point. You're literally bulletproof to the attacks of the enemy, right? But do not succumb to the distractions. All in all he needs to do is drop one seed of distractions. And because of where our mind goes, we just go down the yellow brick road following along. And then we don't even realize that we are so far away and removed from the presence of God, removed what, from what he had instructed us to do, that we turn around and we're like, wait, 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 what happened? God, I thought you came over here with me. I, I left you. I've got to go back. And even if you're in that place right now where the enemy has distracted you, and you didn't at the time identify that that is what he was doing, that he was distracting you and you went along with it, it is okay. Because guess what? Today you are identifying it. Today you're saying, oh, I strayed wrong. Oh, I went far away and I need to come back to God. And I'm going to talk about how you can get back into alignment and go- with God in a second. But I want you to know that it is okay. Like, even if you realize that you strayed and you're, you're, you've gone off the path, I want you to stop right now, pray, repent, and ask God for his guidance and his mercy because he will surely give it to you. That's the type of God you serve, right? You made a, a mistake? Sincerely go before him and confess your mistake and apologize with a true heart. Ask him to cleanse your heart. Make you anew. Work on your focus and your obedience and your direction to following him. And I will get into in a second how you can make sure you are combating the attacks of the enemy and preparing yourself and getting back into alignment with God's word. But what I need you to do is I need you to stay focused. 
All right. God has given you the power, the power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. So now I need you to stay focused. All right. And the number one way to stay focused is to stay in your word. Stay in your word. You cannot pull out weapons like Luke 10, 19. If you don't even know what Luke 10, 19 says. You can't love God and not love his word. God said that the word and him, they are one. He, they are one. He is the word. The word is him. So if you want to love God and build relationship with him, you need to be in his word. Your ability to overcome the devil is directly proportionate to your knowledge of the word of God. All right. Trying to fight off Satan without knowing the word is like running into battle without a sword. You wouldn't do that. Like, imagine you are watching. Well, you know, people don't run into battle with the sword today, but think about an old time show, whatever you're watching. I don't know what type of show had a lot of fighting. Let me think. Let me think. Say you're watching one of those old time shows and they have a lot of fighting. I don't know what was popular. Game of Thrones. That was popular. I'm pretty sure they had swords in that show. All right. Say you're watching Game of Thrones and everybody's rushing into battle with no shield and no sword. Just running in there ready to fight without their proper weapon or the proper covering. That's what you're doing when you run into battle daily with, with, with the devil. And you don't have the word of God. You don't have the breastplate of righteousness. You're just running in there naked. Having yourself available to any type of uh, uh, hit that he sends your way. Any type of distraction that he sends your way. Because you haven't covered yourself. You don't have your sword. You aren't actually ready to fight. You can't stand there boldly and say square up or come at me bruh. If you don't have your sword ready to fight right? You're just standing there like, hey, here I am, uncovered, not knowing the word of God, unable to protect myself. Here I am. It says he looks. Okay, let me go back. I'm gonna have to go back. Hold on. Let me go back. First Peter 5, 8 says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. When you go into battle looking like the weak link without your sword, without your armor protecting you, the enemy says, oh, there's one. I can get her. She's uncovered. Right? She's something I could devour. She's the weak link. Let me get at the weak link. When... If you ever seen the Discovery Channel, right? When the lion goes to chase the gazelle, right? It doesn't go for the fastest one. It goes for the one, the, the slowest one is the one that they, they catch. Don't be the slowest one by not protecting yourself, right? By not knowing the word. Do not put yourself in that position. If you want to overcome the devil, you must read the Bible. Learn the Bible, meditate on the Bible, memorize the Bible if you can, 
You should be so saturated, right, with the Bible that when life cuts you, you bleed God's word. How about that? You should be so saturated with the word of God that when life cuts you, you bleed God's word. Ephesians 6.10, and I'm giving you guys a lot of scripture this this episode, a lot of scripture because I, I need you to have some word to back it up, right? You need to have word to back it up. So you're going to get a lot of word today to back up what I'm saying. And I say this to you guys often that no matter what you're listening to, no matter who you're listening to, no matter if it's a preach word, a book or whatever, and they reference a scripture, go back and read it for yourself. I don't care who gave it to you. Go back, read the scripture, read the story for yourself, because you need to know that what's being said is not being taken out of context. You need to know that you know, what's being said isn't being told to you wrong or being somebody's opinion of what it is. For example, we've come accustomed to saying money is the root of all evil, right? People go around preaching that and saying that. I remember growing up knowing like that is a scripture, right? And I'm putting scripture in inverted commas that I knew that money was the root of all evil. But that's not what the Bible says. They cut that scripture in half. Whoever started saying it and making it popular in a truncated version. It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Isn't that completely different than money is the root of all evil? The love of money is the root of all evil, but money isn't. Because the Bible says money answereth all things. But you cannot fall in love with money because God says that you should not make an idol out of anything. And if you love money, it becomes your idol, becomes your God, and God's not agree with that. So that's my point. Make sure that anything you hear me say on this podcast, anything you're hearing out, whether you're listening to other podcasts, you're at church, you're watching YouTube videos, make sure you go and read the word for yourself. So Ephesians 6.10 to 18 says, the armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. With the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this. Take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Like, look at that. 
Can you, like, I just want you to think for a second. Think with me, right? We are constantly in life. Let's look at life as a test, right? So life is a test. But it's an open book test. Because God gave us the answers already. He just told you quite point blank period how to dress yourself when you're going into battle, right? The shield of faith, the the sword of the spirit, which is his word, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate, breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. He has told you how to dress yourself when you're going into war. So here is life being the test and God saying, well, here are all the tests, all the answers to the test. But when is the last time you picked up the book? You're over here trying to take the test, trying to win, trying to get good grades. And God's like, but did you did you read the book yet? Because I give you the answers like you can come out with flying colors, but you seem to not want to read the book. And you're over here like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. Most of this is common sense, Lord. I can figure it out. I got this. Just bless me. Bless me. Send your anointing and I'll be fine. And God's looking at you saying, but will you read my word? Will you read my word? Revelation comes through reading his word. So much stuff comes through reading his word. If I can emphasize anything today, it would be read his word. If you don't have a Bible, let me just stop there. I recommend, personally, I have the Life Application Bible with the NIV version. And I have, and I like the NIV version and the Life Application Bible because after each scripture, it gives a more detailed explanation. There's a concordance in the back. I just like it all together, right? And you know what? If you don't have a Bible and you need a Bible, the first person to DM me on Instagram at Pray Plan Slay Podcast. I will I will buy you a Bible and send it to you. Okay? Because I don't need you to go into 2020 without your sword. I need you to go in 2020 ready to go. So the first person to DM me that doesn't have a Bible and is in need of a Bible, honestly, DM me. I will have that Bible shipped out to you, okay? Because I want you to be ready. So God has given us an open book, a book with all the answers, an open book test, and we rather rely on what we think we know and what the world is telling us and what we see in society and things that we think is common sense when God's just like, just read the book. Just read the book. It's like watching somebody struggle to put together a piece of um, furniture And you're looking at their instructions and you're saying to yourself, they're not doing that right. They're not doing that right. They're not doing that right. Would you just read the instructions and the person saying, no, no, I've got it. I've done this before. It's fine. It looks easy. I've got it. I will figure it out. And they're being stubborn about it. And you're just looking at them saying, that screw doesn't go there. That, that, that piece doesn't go there. It goes to the back. That's how, that's, could you imagine? God watching us, his people, try to put together life when he gave us instructions and we refuse to follow and then we cry when things don't go right because we didn't read the instruction and we try to make it up as we go. Ooh, that cut deep. That cut me a little deep too because I need to be getting more into my word. I know know word. 
But I want to know, I want to know that book like the back of my hands. I just want to spew word out. There are people that I admire who can, they, they know the word. They can spew it out. And not just like they memorized it, but they apply it as well. And I aspire to be like that. So I want to be in my words more as well. So if you want to join me in accountability for reading your Bible in 2020, hit me up, DM me. I am happy to be your accountability partner as far as reading your Bible is concerned. But guys, honestly, I'm being so, 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 so serious right now. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Okay. So step two to staying focused, maintain your relationship with God. How do you do this? Read your Bible. (laughs) Spend some time with him. Honestly, get quiet before him. Just listen. Don't always approach your relationship with God as you asking, 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 asking. I've said this countless times. He is not a genie. All right. This is not Aladdin. He is not a genie. God wants relationship with you. So as much as you talk to him, equally, you should be listening for him to talk to you. So I want you to make sure that you are not having a one-sided relationship with your Lord and Father, but you are having conversation with him, listening to him. He yearns for you to be in his presence. So come on over and listen. And if you don't know or you never heard the voice of God and you don't know what that sounds like, I understand. I completely do. And God, God speaks to us all in so many different ways. How he speaks to me may not be how he speaks to you. And that's okay. Whatever way he speaks to you is right. Okay. Don't compare it to how other people say that God speaks to them. God may speak to somebody in dreams. So God may speak to somebody through nature. God may draw something on the wall for somebody loud as day. Some people say they have heard him speak loud and clearly. But however it is that he talks to you is okay. If you're struggling in this area, please. Joyce Meyer has a book called How to Hear from God. Definitely a good read. I recommend it. She'll go through all the different ways that God speaks. And I'm sure it will be a blessing to you. So definitely read it but get in relationship with God. All right. Point three, do not be afraid. Deuteronomy 31, eight says he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Isaiah 43, one says, don't fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Psalms 192 says, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. Whom shall I fear? Listen, there is no need to be afraid of how the enemy may be attacking you in a season. God's got you. He has got you. He's got you. He's looking out for you. He will never leave you. So don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. Next point, do not worry. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't worry. Don't be anxious for anything. God has got you. 
He's got you. He's got your back. He has got your back. Surround yourself with other believers who can speak life into you, who can can speak word into you, and who can pray for you. You're not meant to go at it alone. God did not create you to be an island. No man is an island. You need people. You need your people. If you haven't found your supportive circle of of people that are praying for you, that can speak word into you, um, definitely, definitely, definitely ask God for them. I got. I told you my story. If you haven't heard it, go to the episode. It's a few. I think it's. It's in December. It's a few episodes back now. And it's called Get You a Miss Nigeria. And I did that that episode with my friends, my group of friends, and we told our testimonies on how we came about this group of supportive women. But it was so important for me to have that. So I prayed for it and I asked God for it often and fervently. And he and he answered. So guess what? If he will do it for me. He will do it for you. Next point. Always pray, seek, and talk to God. Prayer is important. Prayer is your bread and butter. Like they say at Transformation Church, prayer is our secret sauce. So shout out to Transformation Nation. But everything is in prayer. And prayer is simple. All you have to do is praise, repent, then ask him and thank him. As if it was already done, because it is. All right? Praise, repent, ask, thank God. Pray. Talk to him. It does not have to be some big elaborate prayer. You don't have to speak in tongues. Just have conversation. Prayer with God can be as easy as me talking to you on this podcast. Prayer with God can be you journaling out what you want to say to him and listen for him to answer. There are so many different ways that you can pray before God, but remember to praise him first. Repent of any sins that you may have committed. Then you ask him for whatever it is and thank him. Make sure you do that. Praise him first. Don't just come to him asking him for a list of stuff. Again, not a genie. Praise him, repent, ask, and then thank him. And remember. The Bible says that we can come boldly before his, his throne. So you come boldly in your prayers, boldly. And if God says that you can come boldly before him, that means you could show up boldly at any, in any situation because he is giving you that authority. Last point, do not focus on your issues. Remember, so a man thinketh, so is he. So be sure to be focused on the goodness of God. Thank him. You are blessed. And like I tell my clients, if you're starting to feel upset or maybe overwhelmed, I tell my clients to take a moment, go breathe, and then thank God for at least three things. Because in the midst of thanking God for something, you can't be mad. I can't be mad about anything in the middle of thanking God that I woke up this morning and I got to work safely and that I'm able to pay my bills and that my clients are doing well and that I am blessed and highly favored. Once I start the list of thank yous to the Lord, I can't be mad. I can't be distracted. It just pulls you back in. So remember that. 
Don't focus on your issues. If you feel like they're starting to bother you, you're starting to get anxious or dis- or or distracted, go and thank God for some things that are going well in your life. Remember all that he has done throughout your life, all that he continues to do and that he continues to keep you. And that will help you to pull yourself back from where your mind is going. So in conclusion, the key to success in God is to stay focused on God. God came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Therefore, stay focused on him. Guys, you got this. Don't let the enemy play you in 2020. You're ready. You are ready. You've got this. Listen to this episode as many times as you need to. But most importantly, pray and get into your word. Okay? Get into your word. Actually, if you need help getting into your word or more accountability, I said you could DM me. And yes, you can DM me. But follow Longre Carol at The Single Heart. That's the author we had um, a few months ago with the episode, The Single Heart, part one and part two. But follow her on Instagram at The Single Heart and follow her at Inspired Influencer. That is where she's going to do her Bible challenges, her challenges to help you read through different things. I know her next challenge starts on February 1st. So be sure to go and follow her on Instagram so that you get more details, sign up to her mailing list. I am personally doing her next challenge on February 1st. So come and join me. Sign up to our mailing list. Follow her on Instagram. I love her Bible challenges and I believe you will too. It will definitely hold you accountable. And I'm excited to see what we are reading in February. So come along with us and join her in this Bible challenge. Now, as always, let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you have done, God, that you woke us up this morning, that you have set us on our way, that you have filled us with purpose, greatness, power, and authority, that you have created us to be bold and full of your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word, Father. So right now, I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice. That when the enemy will try and rise up and rear his ugly head, that they will snatch their power and authority and step on his head, step on the heads of serpents and scorpions and overcome any power of evil from the devil. That they will come out victorious, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper, that they will be anxious for nothing, that they will know that you will never leave them or forsake them. That they will understand and appreciate that you are their rock and their fortress and that you have called them by your name and that you have called them yours, God. I pray that you allow them to put on or remind them, God, to put on the armor that you have given them. The breastplate of righteousness, Father. The belt of truth. The sword of the spirit, which is your word. The helmet of salvation. Allow them to prepare themselves for this season, that they will not be overcome by the distractions of the enemy, but they will stand in the power and the authority that you have given them, that they will be alert and sober in mind to scout out and smell out the enemy before he comes, that when weapons rise up against them, they know that they won't prosper, that when tongues start to accuse them in judgment, they know that you will condemn it, that they will not avenge things on their own, but they will leave you to be who you said you are, Yahweh, the greatest avenger, 
So we thank you that we don't have to react to things because you, the victorious one, goes before us and slays our demons and slays the dragons that will want to rise up against us. So we thank you for, for just being there, for just being there with us on this journey, God. Draw us in closer to you. Draw us in closer into your presence and your spirit. Speak to us, Father. Give us direction. We, claim, we are claiming our peace today. And we are claiming that we will go forth in our purpose, boldly ready to take on whatever you send our way. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and of course, leave a review. We love reading your reviews. Follow us on Instagram at Pray, Plan, Slay podcast or follow our host Shante Sapphire at Shante Sapphire on Instagram. Remember, if you are in Bermuda this weekend, sign up for the single summit. Worth the wait. Tickets are available at ptix.bm. Now, also remember, if you're struggling with your limiting beliefs, click the link in the bio and sign up for the free webinar. It's going to truly change your life. All right, y'all. See you next week for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slave podcast. Talk soon.